welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast series from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. Hi everyone, welcome to Beckett Talks. This week we're joined by Daniel Tidmarsh, Director of Leeds Dance Community Radio. LDC Radio was launched in June 2020 and is now the number one radio station for dance music in Leeds. LDC is based on our very own Headingley campus. This week's episode is in honour of Local Radio Day, so Daniel and I will discuss the importance of local radio and why LDC has been so successful since its launch. Hi Daniel, thanks for joining us. Hello. So let's start with you. Could you give us a brief overview of how you decided to get into radio and what that means for you? Yeah, of course. Um, my my trip and sort of my um, start in radio started a very long time ago uh, when I was quite young. Um, I got the bug for radio really uh, when I was a young boy. I was about fourteen years old. Uh, Kiss one hundred and five, which is now quite a, a, a massive brand, is Kiss now. Uh, came to Leeds and launched on February the fourteenth in nineteen ninety seven. And I was going to school. Uh, I was in high school, year ten then. Um, and what I found was I was going out in, on the evenings to nightclubs and things. Um, and then in the morning when I'd be going to school, taking by my mum, the music that was being played on the radio on Kiss was exactly the same as what was being played in the nightclubs. And that sort of gave me an instant affinity and a love for radio. Because um, I was amazed that, obviously, re- that you know that radio was as cool as going out on a night time was, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a, like your love for radio started really early on, which is incredible. It did, yeah, when I was really, really, really young. Um, then following on from that, uh, obviously, I DJed in, in Lee City Centre since I was a since a teenager. Really, I got my first gig at the Mint Club for Love to Be uh, with a guy called Steve Mason when I was about 50, 16 years old. I think I just finished uh, high school. My love affair with radio has been going on since I was a teenager. That's incredible. So, what was the motivation behind launching LDC Radio then? Uh, LDC Radio um, came about because there was always, when we were on pirate radio, there was always a, a carrot dangled by the, the owners of that, those particular radio stations that at some point in the near future, there was going to be another FM license awarded in Leeds. Um, there hadn't been an FM broadcasting license for a citywide one anyway, awarded in Leeds since 1997. So in the sort of mid-2000s, coming on to 2010, um, everyone thought, well, it's got to be soon. You know, We're talking over 20 years since there'd been an FM license in the city. Um, so so there was always that, that sort of carrot dangled that everyone was expecting a license to, to materialise. The first signs of it were in when Rinse FM in London. So Rinse FM started as a community pirate radio station and it was awarded a license after getting the infrastructure um, sorted out, really, so that it could be awarded a license because there's a lot of things, red tape and, you know, a lot of professional bodies you've got to register with and a lot of things you've got to adhere to to be able to broadcast this. You know, getting an FM broadcasting license, it's like, uh, it's, well, it's like hen's teeth. It's, it's very difficult to do so. Um, so there was two stations that set a precedent, really. Um, one was Rinse FM in London. The other one is Flex FM in London, both pirate stations that got one community licenses. And shortly after the Flex FM uh, award, it then became apparent that there was going to be um, a, a license opportunity, a tender opportunity, a window had opened for applications in Leeds. Um, so I, I was, well, at that point in time, I was uh, running a recruitment company, a recruitment and staff training company with my, uh, with my colleague who I owned the radio station with. And we applied for the, uh, for the tender for it. It took about 12 months to get a decision. 
Um, but we, after 12 months of waiting and not hearing anything, we, we, we got the award. Um, so the re LDC radio was born from a very, well, a, uh, a, a dream that started a long time ago by mm -hmm. uh, several people in the city, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so we've uh, already mentioned that we're releasing this, po this podcast to mark local radio day. So in that respect, why do you think local radio is still important and relevant, particularly yeah, in the context of, of the pandemic? Uh, I think uh, local radio had been forgotten about to a certain extent. Um, however, there was a few a few things compounding uh, things that happened that enabled LD, LDC to flourish and for local radio to, to come back to the forefront, um, in my personal opinion. Mm. Um, local radio, first and foremost, gives local content to the local communities that, of which it serves. Um, and that's been forgotten about everything from local events to local travel and weather yes you get local travel and weather and it can be brought in by sort of irn news or, or sky or whatever but it's not the same it doesn't have the same feel as local local people reporting on their local communities and their local city there's a lot more passion and a lot more love um that, that comes from local journalists local event producers and you know all of the content being centralized around the local community is always going to be better and more informative Moving uh, back to LDC Radio, um, yes. I've mentioned already that it was launched in June 2020, which is when yes. the pandemic was kind of, you know, in full swing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, how has the station coped through the uncertainty of it all? Yeah, of course. Um, it was a bit. It, it was a bit crazy, really. So not many people are, are aware, but obviously there is a lot of red tape that goes with with starting a radio station, and there's a hell of a lot of of negotiation that has to take place from planning applications to working with the local authorities, including Leeds City Council and, and MPs such as Hillary Benn, um, to, to enable all this sort of stuff to happen. I mean, from our point of view, we won the license. We were awarded the license in, in March 2018 and then given two years to get on FM, um, of which I thought that, you know, two years is plenty of time, but actually it turned out not to be the case um, due to, like I said, the aforementioned red tape. The thing that made life a little bit easier for us is when we uh, were ready to launch, which was May 2020, obviously the pandemic started on the really on the 26th of March. So I had to reach out to Hillary Benn MP, who duly then passed me on to Tom Reardon, who was the Chief Executive of Police City Council. And then that also then uh, spurred on the following conversations with Dee Reid, uh, who, who's from Leeds Beckett's in order to facilitate and allow the, the core of, of people who were working on LDC Radio to maintain what they were doing in order to get the launch uh, to happen within the two-year um, time frame that was specified by Ofcom. So I'd like to give a big, a big thank you really to Dee Reid, Tom Reardon and Hilary Ben MP, because without those three people, first of all, in 2018, helping us get things going, and then also in March 2020, to allow us... Uh, the freedom to, to, to go up on, onto the roofs of, of Tower Blocks and, and uh, the James Graham building and things like that and, and place all our equipment there and, main, and continue to work in amongst the midst of this global pandemic. So f for that, um, I'm eternally grateful. Um, as Without those guys, uh, it, this, this project wouldn't have got off the ground because of the pandemic. So the pa pandemic w was a bit of a nightmare, really. People wanted an outlet. People wanted a way of not listening to the news because it, got, it got, got a little bit... Um, it was a little bit hard to listen to at times, listening yeah. to the same sort of statistics day day in, day out. It grinds you down. So LDC Radio seemed to be a bit of a voice for the community and a, and a break from the reality of it. Uh, but just listening to music, at the end of the day, music transcends across all race, religions and creeds. Uh, it helps with mental health. And, and from my perspective, 
if you play play music, it can take you back to to your happy place for a better word. So dance music to me is an affinity from when I was a teenager. So that's sort of the late nineties, early two thousands. You know, from my parents, it's Motown and things. So when we put the the program and the output together for the radio station. Um, we, we tried to get it to appeal to quite a, a wide audience, and I think we've managed to successfully do that. Um, and what all the pandemic did was was basically get us the audience sat at home, so we had a, t- a target audience sat there that, that weren't going allowed to leave the house for a better word, and they were all interacting with the station via text messages and emails, and everyone was you know constantly giving us positive feedback, which we then implemented um, into the output. So we took everyone's everyone's comments on board, and that's enabled the radio station to constantly evolve and and, uh, and basically produce the sort of output it's producing currently. Mm. That sounds amazing. And um, dance is a very social activity. Did you, do, do you think launching a, a dance-focused uh, radio station in the middle of a pandemic when everyone was stuck at home uh, was a bit of a risk for you? Yeah, of course, it was always going to be a risk. However, as I've already explained, we planned the radio station. We mm-hmm. put the application in in October 2017. We got in late 2018, we got grant given the license. So we'd been working on this project for over two years uh, and we'd already committed financially to it. Because obviously when you do a project like this, there is a financial outlay. Um, however, that, that money has to obviously have come from somewhere and, uh, and had to be accounted for. So um, we were already far too... Far too committed financially, emotionally. Um, you know, we've been working on this project for three years. There was no way we couldn't launch it. We we didn't have a choice in the matter. We we had to carry on regardless if that makes sense. Leeds Beckett University is a modern, high-quality university transforming lives through professional, academic, and applied learning, and adding to the social, economic, and cultural life of our city and region. We educate the bright minds that will help solve the problems of tomorrow. We collaborate with thousands of regional, national and international businesses to ensure our research and courses are contemporary, rich and relevant to meet the needs of our students and their present and future employers. Our campuses house exceptional teaching, research and learning environments which provide our students with access to state-of-the-art facilities. Across a range of disciplines, our researchers are striving to improve quality of life, equality and the environment around us. We are dedicated to making a difference. To find out more about Leeds Beckett University, our courses and our community of staff, students and alumni, please visit leedsbeckett.ac.uk. LDC is based in heading the campus, like we've said before, uh, which yeah. is a very interesting location for a local radio station, um, as I'm sure many people will think. So would you like to tell our listeners, listeners what the reasoning behind it was? Yeah, of course. Um, when I started on this project, um, we were obviously looking for partners to work with, um, as this is a, a long-term project. It's not a short-term project. Um LDC Radio is actually a community project. Not a lot of people know that. It's a non-for-profit community organization. Mm-hmm. It just has the look of a commercial station and the reach from a, a broadcasting perspective of a, commu- of a commercial station. Um, however, because it is a community organization, the thing that obviously makes LDC and, and sets it out apart from the rest is the is the output. And the output I always wanted to be community and leads focused. So the way of making it professional um, and obviously giving everyone a, a, an outlet, I wanted to, to 
have a constant flow of fresh talent. Leeds has a lot of, of, of unbelievable uh, people who work and live in the city that are trying and struggling to get onto mainstream media. Mm-hmm. So when we were looking at this, we were looking at universities and we were looking at colleges and other institutions that, that have music courses and, and that have courses that are around broadcasting. And from the from the onset, when the initial conversation started with Leeds Beckett University, uh, Hugo Smith and then Dee Reed, there was a there was, there was an, uh, an instant passion and love for the project. And that made me feel and, and gravitated towards Leeds Beckett University because they understood and they bought into the project and what we were doing and they understood the benefits it would have for Leeds. So when you're working with a partner who understands the benefits that you bring and understands the gravity of the project you're doing and the fact that Leeds has been underserved for so many years with a, a local radio station that doesn't connect with its local community, um, I really wanted to, to, to sort of press ahead and and, and establish a, a good working relationship with, with the university because I believed that they understood how valuable it really, really was. So obviously once that was established, we were then able to sit down with Dee Reed and, and the, all the, your other colleagues to come up with a format that would work best for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. And that part, that that has turned out to be that Leeds, uh, Leeds Dance Community Radio or LDC Radio is based in the James Graham building at Le- Leeds Beckett University. However, the students are allowed to use the platform for their for their courses. Uh, in actual fact, part of the contract and the agreement we have is that LDC is going to be written into the prospectus for Leeds Beckett University, um, which would then just cement the future. The uni get to work on it as part of a, a live working model, if you like, um, getting experience in media and getting experience across uh, broadcasting is is very 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 difficult. Um, so in placing a, a community radio station that broadcasts over 40 square miles across West Yorkshire, um, gives the students and, and other members of the local community an active chance to work on a, on a station of this of this sky, scope. Yeah, and, and that sounds amazing. That sounds like a really nice mutual uh, relationship. Did you get a chance to work with many students since the launch? Um, no, unfortunately, due mm-hmm. to the pandemic, as I'm sure you're fully aware, you, you yes. guys have all been sat at home. So yeah. we haven't actually had a chance to engage with many people. We've been sat at, uh, in Heading on the Campus pretty much by ourselves. However, we've we've managed to uh, to, to thrive and, uh, and get to where we were looking to be from a, from a, an actual listenership. But now I'm looking forward to sort of phase two uh, and everyone coming back to campus and we're going to start getting involved with, uh, with a lot more of the students. There's going to be a lot of projects and things. To get involved in if you think about the the radio station from a, a business perspective there's not just um radio broadcasting as one course that could fit into it the radio station has many aspects um that, uh, that that all the students and people can get involved in there's you know marketing and pr and sales and web design and there's blogging and th- there's so many so many different aspects to uh to the radio station and everybody can, can get involved and, and have an input. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the next sort of 12 to uh, to 16 months are quite exciting from that perspective because I'm looking forward to uh, to working with you guys on a, on a long-term basis. Yeah, and I'm sure many students will be really excited to, to have you on campus and have this opportunity. Um, so, obviously, it's still speaking about students, um, yes. we all know that the coverage area that LEC has is uh, heavily populated by students. Yeah. How does that influence um, the station's activity and focus? Yeah, okay. So, um, obviously, I know that uh, there's a lot of students in, in Leeds altogether. I think there's 90, over 90,000 across all the different universities yes. and, and camp colleges and things in the city. Um, 
what that means from my perspective is obviously it's a dance music radio station but there's a lot of these students who make music who make jingles who, who, who do all these things so there's a number of shows where we're trying to showcase local talent um, and bring that through so from a, a youth perspective the, the thing is everybody loves dance music if, we, mm. if you think of dance music as the type of genre that you're, you like so for example like i said before to my parents it's motown to someone who went to leeds university in 1989 and liked acid house they're currently about 55 but they still like acid house yeah. so with regards to um the students sort of focusing in on that students are, uh, are getting involved in interacting historical students and current students does that make sense yeah it is um, so we know that your well the station is heavily oriented towards uh, supporting and promoting a sense of community which yes. I think is a very good selling point well I say selling point just a, v a very attractive um, kind of prospect for a radio station what inspired yes. this and what makes it keep going um, as I said before, the, the, the main focus in, around community for the for the uh, for the radio station was born out of a love for radio, which was community focused when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, and the for the last twenty years since Galaxy One Hundred Five disappeared, there hasn't been a community focus on 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 radio really for the for the young people of the city. And I suppose you could say the same thing for the older the older generations as well. Radio Air was loved and adored by. By everybody in the city they used to throw free festivals and events and things like that and, and they used to get involved in all the local stuff they used to do the uh the um the bonfire at round hay park they used to do the christmas light turn on you know all of these events local events people bought, buy into that you know people from leeds are very fanatical about their city it's a beautiful city it's god's country it's in the middle of, of yorkshire and um and people in leeds are very passionate about things that come from their city and they, they love and adore them this is why local radio is so important, isn't it? Just to make you feel like you like you belong and you know, like you know what's going on around you. Exactly. I mean, news and content and events and I mean, there's all sorts. We uh, we live broadcast a large festival on FM from Roundhay Park in the summer. We also hosted the Brewery Wharf Festival, which is another community project. Um, which was also in the summer, it had been uh, reorganised due to coronavirus. So LDC Radio, as a community radio station, is is more than happy and, and wants to give all these local community projects a voice and a platform. Mm -hmm. um, and we're looking to work with local businesses. Not, it, it, it's not, it's not just all about content and bravado. It's also about giving the local people of the community a voice. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's really beautiful, I think. And following on from that, um, I know LDC has also been involved in, in quite hands-on supporting the local community um like um, the cool school competition for instance which could, yes. you, could you tell us more about that and it's yeah, of course yeah sure um so we, we were last year we were running a cool school competition uh, up until the uh, the schools obviously got put into lockdown and, and, and all the kids got kicked out uh, which was basically we were trying to engage with with high schools and primary schools um to ask the kids to submit reasons why they think their cool their school is cool um, and the winning school uh, would get uh, for that month would get uh, £100 worth of uh, book vouchers um, and we get the guy the the, uh, the child who wrote the, the winning um, the winning uh, overview of their school as to why it's cool the opportunity to come on the radio and talk about their school 
that this just goes back to engaging the local community. You know, I used to listen to the radio when I used to go to, on the way to school with my mum. Mum would take me to school, drop me off at high school, and we used to love the radio in the morning and get you know text in for shouts out, shout outs, and all the rest of it. And uh, and that's what we're trying to to bring back and instill a sense of community, um, and everyone gets together through 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 the the medium of, of music. It's it's quite a it's quite a lovely thing, really, because everybody loves music, don't they? So yeah, so, so if you bring everyone together with music, you can't really go wrong because everybody loves music. Yeah, that's true. Um, are there any other initiatives like that? Um, I don't know in the in the works in the pipeline. Yes. Yes, so we're in the process of bringing back Cool School uh, and we're looking to run that um, all uh, starting from January. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a crazy time at the moment, um, obviously with the summer and and, uh, and the world getting reopened again. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to sort of catch up. The biggest problem we had, that obviously when we initially worked the programme out and, and started uh, getting everything ready for the university and, and putting the studios in place, we didn't anticipate that the there wouldn't be anybody on campus and we'd have no resource for over two years. There's, we are, there's only a small management team that run LDC Radio and we'd always envisaged and spoke about with all of you know the, the lecturers and, and people from the heads of school that we would be able to, to, to utilise some of the you guys to, to work on the project. So we were under-resourced and have been for the last year and a half really. So we're kind of hoping that uh, the world can get reopened so we can launch all of the initiatives and get everything, get everything going that we'd planned really and, and get get our hands-on experience and in grassroots uh, in the grassroots of Leeds and in, into all the communities and, and and help get everything going really yeah and fingers crossed for that I'm sure I'm yeah sure yeah happen. and a lot of students looking forward to it as well yeah I'm sure they do um it sounds like you're really really proud of LDC and you know for great reasons as well what are two big successes that it has achieved since its launch that you're particularly proud of oh right okay well that's a good question um well First and foremost, I'm, I'm extremely proud of all of the presenters and the output. Um, people embraced what we were teaching them and embraced what we were trying to do and, and have taken it and loved it. So so for that, one thing I'm very proud of is the sense of community we managed to instill across all 70 of the of the, uh, of the presenters. Um, it's, uh, it's been very exciting getting everyone together uh, and... and, and I suppose the uh, the evolution of the station has been seen by everybody, um, which is which is fantastic, and and in doing that, we've managed to get it to the point where we've got nearly uh, nearly fifty thousand listeners a week at the moment, um, which is which is unbelievable, really. Um, another achievement which um, I'm quite excited about with regards to LDC is we were part of a consortium that applied for the DAB multiplex license. West Yorkshire and mm -hmm. uh, for Leeds and Bradford. I'm not sure if uh, if, if any of you know what that means, but um, the multiplex is the infrastructure that digital radio sits on. Um, so a multiplex can hold, host about 20 radio stations um, or broadcast on that frequency from a DAB perspective. And LDC Radio is currently one of the co-owners of the DAB multiplex for Leeds and Bradford. So what that means is within six to 12 months, LDC Radio will be on DAB uh, in Leeds and Bradford. And we've also been part of the application process across Lancashire. So within the next 12 to 18 months, we'll also be on DAB in Blackburn, Burnley, Darwin, Bolton, Bury, Manchester, Oldham and Rochdale. So LDC Radio is, uh, has some very interesting plans over the next sort of 12 to 18 months. And that has all been, all been due 
to the collective work that's gone gone in from all of the presenters. So for that, I am extremely proud and uh, and quite excited, really. Yeah, I bet you are. It, it sounds incredible, and it sounds like it's progressing really quickly and yes, in, a, in a wonderful direction. Any goals for the future you'd like to share? Um, yeah, so like I said, when we first started, the goals were to, to sort the DAB side of it out, and that obviously... Um, has obviously been strengthened by the the award of the uh, of the multiplex license. So not only are we going to just be on DAB, but we also co-own the infrastructure that Digital Radio is sat on. In uh, small scale, Digital Radio is sat on across West Yorkshire, which is which is an unbelievable achievement. The main aim for the next sort of twelve to twenty four months, from my perspective, is to bring all of the stakeholders in and get everybody involved. Who who we initially said we're going to get involved, we've managed to get to where we are with a tiny. A tiny team of people, really, from a, for a radio station of this scale, it's been basically run by three people, um, which, as I'm sure you can imagine, has been hard work. Um, you know, we work seven days a week and have done since we started this nearly two years ago now. Um, yeah. So, so I'm really looking forward to getting every getting the university involved properly and getting the local community involved properly. Now that the world's reopened and we can actually, you know, get 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 onto the ground and start meeting up and talking to people. Uh, and that that should then sort of form the next 12 to 24 months, and and that's an exciting time because if we manage to get to where we are with no resource and uh, a global pandemic in our midst, can you imagine where we can get to with the resource of the university and the uh, the local community embracing it as they already have? The sky's the limit. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Thanks again, Daniel, for joining us today, and best of luck. No, with thank you. Thank you. All the best. The Beckett Talk podcasts are released every Tuesday, so don't forget to check our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook to find out more details on our next episode. See you next week.